Uh, again, good morning and welcome here. And to those who are visiting with us, got to meet you a little earlier and some other folks came in. Good to have you here with us this morning. Um, like I said, we, when we opened up, um, I was kind of leaning towards bringing a different message this morning. Uh, I, I'm used to that. I've done that before. I've studied on something and all of a sudden I get up in front of the pulpit and the Spirit of the Lord says, you know what? Change your mind for you. <laughs> so uh, you got to think quick on your feet here. But I wanted to speak this morning um, about the Lord's Jesus, probably his most well-known, probably one of his, his uh, most important miracles, uh, the miracle of feeding the 5,000. And if you have a Bible, if not, I am going to read. Um, I've got a lot of reading to do this morning. So if you don't have a Bible, just bear with me. And uh, in my Bahamian, best Bahamian accent, it's not really Bahamian. I hope you can understand me. Uh, beginning at John chapter 6 and verse 1. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him, because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. But Jesus lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him. He saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, in number, about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down. And likewise, of the fishes, as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, This is of a truth, that prophet that should come into the world. When Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. Bear with me here, um, speaking from our computer, our second-hand computer. Let's, uh, let's look to the Lord again in prayer. Our God and Father, we come before you again this morning. Indeed, we thank you for this blessed day, this wonderful day, this beautiful day that you've given us that we can gather again this morning to open your word and to listen to the Holy Spirit talk to us and through us this morning. Father, even as we open the scripture this morning, and we study from it. May indeed it be a blessing to us and those around us. But more importantly, Father, again, as the word goes forth, we pray that if there be someone in this place or perhaps watching over the computer, if they do not know your son as their Savior, use the word this morning, Father, 
to bring them to a saving knowledge of your son. Just pray this morning, Father, that the words of my, my mouth and the meditation of my heart would be acceptable unto you. For it's in thy name we pray. Amen. Again, as I said, um, you know, it, it's as we look at, at as we look at this this uh, miracle. Um, I've always heard if God says something in His Word once, pay attention. If God says something in His Word four times, then He really means something by this. There's a message in this for us, and this is one miracle that's. It's in, it's in all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So I, I want us to read some of, these, uh, some of these parallel scriptures, just so that you get an idea. Um, this is not working. She said it froze, but I think that's from before. Matthew 14, I have a book. I have it, thanks. Okay. Matthew 14, chapter, uh, chapter 14, verse 13. When Jesus heard of it, he departed thence by ship into a desert place apart. And when the people had heard thereof, I'm sorry, just, just stay with me, please. I'm going to get out of that screen. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. And when it was evening, his disciples came unto him, saying, this is a desert place, and the time is now past. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart. Give ye them to eat. And when they say unto him, We have here but five loaves and two fishes. He said, Bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass, and took the five loaves and the two fishes. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and break and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up the fragments that remained, twelve baskets full. And they that had eaten were about five thousand men, beside women and children. So now we see there is mention of women and children. There's five thousand men. Mark chapter six, verses thirty through forty-four. And the apostles gathered themselves, themselves together unto Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And he said unto them, Come ye yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much to, as to eat. And they departed into a ship, into a desert place by ship privately. And the people saw them departing, and many knew him. And ran afoot thither out of all the cities, and out went them, and came, to death, and came together unto him. And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people, and was moved with compassion toward them, because they were a sheep, not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And when the day was now far spent, his disciples came unto him and said, This is a desert place, and now the time is far past. Send them away that they may go into the country roundabout and into the villages and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. He answered and said unto them, Give ye them to eat. And they say unto him, Shall we go and buy two hundred penny worth of bread and give them to eat? 
he saith unto them, How many loaves have you? Go and see. And when they knew, they say, Five and two fishes. And he commanded them to, all, to make all sit down by companies upon the green grass. And they sat down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven and blessed and break the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set before them. And the two fishes divided he among them all. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up twelve baskets full of the fragments and of the fishes. And they did eat of the loaves were about five thousand men. And finally in Luke chapter nine, verses ten through seventeen. And the apostles, when they had returned when they returned, told him all that they had done. And he took them and went aside privately into a desert place belonging to the city called Bethsaida. And the people knew, when they knew it, followed him. And he received them and spake unto them of the kingdom of God, and healed them that had need of healing. And when the day began to wear away, then came the twelve, and said unto him, Send the multitude away, that they may go into the towns and country round about, and lodge, and get victuals, for we are here in the desert place. But he said unto them, Give ye them to eat. And they said, We have no more but five loaves and two fishes, except we should go and buy meat for all this people. For they were about five thousand men. And he said to his disciples, Make them sit down by fifties in a company. And they did so, and made them all sit down. Then he took the five loaves and the two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed them. And break, and gave to the disciples to set before the multitude. And they did eat, and were all filled. And there was taken up fragments that remained to them, twelve baskets. So like I said, this, uh, this one miracle is, is covered in all four of the, the Gospels, which means it's pretty important. The Lord had something in this for us. Um, and as I said before, I... I lean towards more toward being an expositor, and I, I like to, to tear something apart. Um, so I just wanted to give you a little historical background uh, about this miracle. The Lord saw all these people around about him. He'd been preaching all day. You can imagine, as we read earlier, that even the disciples probably were hungry. They had been there all day. They were out on the, on the, on the eastern side of the Sea of Tiberias, Sea of Galilee, uh, on a mountainside. One of the grocery wasn't up there with the doors open. So, you know, they, they, they couldn't get anything to eat. Uh, and the Lord said, you know, said that the, the, the Lord said uh, to, to test, not to, not to tempt, but to prove that he already knew how he was going to feed these people. He said to the disciples, go and buy them something to eat. You go and get them something to eat. Ah, you know, I know I, I look at some of the things around me, the devastation from Hurricane Dorian and whatnot, and then, <laughs> how do we get through this? But the Lord already knew how he was going to get through this. And again, a little bit of historical background on this. Um, we read that, that it was told that he had a, a little lad had five body loaves and two fishes. Now, we know we've got two bakers here at least. Anybody else bake around here? 
We think of a loaf, okay, have a nice big loaf of bread. Probably not. This little boy had his lunch. It was probably a little bun and two sardines. I mean, he literally came out to hear the Lord preach with a little basket full of tuna fish sandwiches. That's what he had. And, and you know, we think about the miracle. Just think of 5,000 people. I know if I came here with five little ham rolls and two sardines and tried to feed all of you, you'd be looking at me like, this guy's nuts. <laughs> I mean, how is he going to do it? But, um, you know, it, it, the miracle of this is, is that the Lord, the, the, the food multiplied. I mean, I can imagine that some people would look at these, these little buns at first and they go like, oh, okay, I'm just going to take a little piece. But I'm sure there were some there that were pretty hungry that took a big piece. And probably never even noticed where they'd taken the piece of that bread from. As they kept breaking it off, it kept multiplying. Um, you know, and, and just think about uh, uh, multiplication. And I, I started to think about this. It's 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1. Now they cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elijah, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditors come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath nothing in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee, and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out unto all these vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him, and shut the door upon her, and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more, and the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. And I, I just I read that just because of, again, miracle of multiplication. I mean, how could the Lord take these little five buns and two sardines and feed 5,000 men, plus women and children, 15,000 at least. But it's not, it's not beyond God's realm and capability. We read, we read back here in Second Kings how that this woman just kept pouring oil out of fresh air. And it just kept coming until she ran out of bottles to put in. I mean, you know, you can imagine going down and getting five-gallon cans of Court jars and, and everything, try and fill, you know, go and borrow from, from everybody to, to fill this up. So it's not beyond the, the realm of possibility for the Lord to multiply like this. Um, but, you know, as I was thinking of the bread, the Lord in his prayer, his model prayer to us, he, he said, uh, when you pray, he said, you know, it's the words he said, give us this day our daily bread. And as I was studying this, just thinking about the bread and fish and just thinking of all of this, um, I read this, this one little snippet here. Luther says in the small catechism, what is meant by daily bread? 
daily bread includes everything that has to do with the support and needs of the body, such as food, drink, clothing, shoes, house, home, land, animals, money, goods, a devout husband or wife, devout children, devout workers, devout and faithful rulers, good government. You know, it, it's that's what we would consider daily bread. Everything that supports us, and how the Lord, the Lord takes bread. He said, "You know, I am the bread of life." He takes his bread and he breaks it and he gives it to everybody. And they're full. Um, just, just thinking of all of this. Uh, but I don't know if any of you read the, the, the WhatsApp chat last night. But as I was thinking about this. I, I, this this came to me. But we were, I was just thinking, like, what am I going to speak to? Like I said, I, I had something else picked out to speak to you on this morning. But I was up on the scaffolding in the middle of my house, painting my cell, and we had the TV on with Gaither's gospel music on. I heard the words of the song, and I was like, wow. The Lord just spoke to me. That's what he wants me to speak on. So, the words of Paul Harvey. How many here really want to show their age and know who Paul Harvey is? <laughs> okay. All right. So some, some of you are as old as I am. Paul Harvey says, and now the rest of the news. <laughs> the rest of the story. Um, you know, as, as big and as miraculous as it was, the Lord to take these Five little bums, five barley loaves. And, and again, I, I, before I get ahead of myself on that, barley in those days, we're told by historical records, barley was one of the least of the grains. It was the cheapest food around. I mean, that's what the common man ate. They used it to feed their animals. But yet this little boy, probably as poor as anybody that could be, had these five barley loaves. That the, Lord, that the Lord used to feed these people. But the rest of the story is, what happened to the 12 baskets? We always read that. I mean, and I want to show a hand. So I'm going to put you on the spot. How many of us here this morning came and said, oh, okay, I've heard that story before in Sunday school. I've heard that story over and over again. The Lord fed 5,000 people. 5,000 men. Probably 15,000 people. But what about the rest of the story? How many of us have ever sat down to think? The scripture told, told us here four separate places, and they took up of them 12 baskets full of remnants. How many of us stop to think about those 12 baskets? What did they do with the I never really thought about it. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I never thought about it. I was listening up, I was up on the scaffolding, I was painting. And this song came on, and, and it spoke. It said, you know, I, we've been looking on YouTube and Google and Alexa and whatever else we could try to find. I, I just The words just spoke to me, and it was gone in an instant, so I couldn't tell you what song it was that we listened to. But they specifically said, what happened to the 12 baskets? Why was it so important four times in God's God at word for them to tell us they took up 12 baskets of remnants, 12 baskets of fragments. One, one script, one verse says uh, they took up 
bread, and a fish. Specifically saying that they took a fish soup. You know, and I guess if it was a 60-pound wahoo, there'd probably be enough to spread around, or a 30-pound group. I mean, they were probably two little sardines. This little boy had it in his lunch. And they took up these fragments. Um, I don't want to get caught up in numerology, but there has to be, I'm sure there is a significance of why there were 12 baskets. We're told here when he feeds the 5,000 that there were 12 baskets. Later, we're told that he fed 4,000. They took up seven baskets. So I'm starting to tear this apart in my mind, and I'm saying, why 12? Why seven? Um, 12 baskets could, have, could speak to us of the 12 tribes of Israel. It could speak to us of the 12 disciples. There's another reference, um, and, and I, I'd like to read this. This was I found this in... All things I go to to, to the Talmud, which is the, the Jewish book of law. Uh, and, and it would speak to us of the 12 loaves set on the table, the 12 loaves of showbread set on the table in the temple. Um, and again, let me just read this. The 12 baskets also go to the 12 loaves of bread of the, in the presence in the temple. The 12 loaves, which were continually in the presence of the Lord in his temple, Symbolized the 12 tribes of Israel. The priesthood ate 12 loaves every Sabbath and replaced them with fresh loaves. In the second temple era, the priesthood on a Sabbath numbered more than 1,000. So all of a sudden we're going from a few priests to more than 1,000. The priests found the 12 loaves insufficient to feed them all. Each priest received only a morsel. Talmud says that when God's favor rested on the nation, a miracle happened. Each priest ate scarcely more than a crumb, yet that small crumb miraculously satiated him. In other words, he was full. In addition, when the priests had eaten and been satisfied, they found that leftovers remained. Each priest who received the priest of the bread the size of an olive would eat it and be satisfied, and some would eat it and have leftovers. So, you know, again, we're going back to leftovers. I thought about that, um, leftovers. What happens to the 12 baskets? I'd like to share a couple of humorous points. Um, there's uh, this little girl. It was after Thanksgiving. Everybody knows what Thanksgiving is all about. Leftovers. I mean, you got leftovers after Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know. But this little girl was there. The whole family was gathered together, and, and the little girl was there, and, and she was just kicking up a fuss. She was having a time. She didn't want to eat leftovers. So finally her dad had enough, and he said to her, you know what? Since you're so unthankful and so ungrateful of these, thankful, these leftovers from Thanksgiving, we're going to ask you to bless the food. So the little girl said, okay, Lord, I want to thank you for this food. Again. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, there's also the, the, the pastor that uh, they were having their Sunday lunch, and the wife took out this big plate of leftovers, and she was just pulling stuff out of the fridge and warming it up in the microwave and sat it before him. And he just like, ha, not, not leftovers again. Isn't it? Not again. Come on. Leftovers again. So he just foods in front of him, and he just starts eating. 
And, you know, being the contrite woman that she was, she was like, honey, you haven't blessed the food. And he turned to her and he said, honey, if you could point out something in this plate that hasn't been blessed at least twice already, then I'll give thanks. <laughs> so just a, a little humor on, on leftovers, but the fragments, the 12 baskets. And, and I want to, I don't want to preach at you. I don't want to preach to you. My intention this morning is to come before you here and offer us all a challenge. What do the leftovers mean? What happened to the leftovers? We could use our imaginations and we can say, okay, well, there was 12 disciples and they took up, each took up a basket and they carried them home. Okay. A little later we read that they were out on the lake and they said, we have no bread to eat. Well, didn't you just get 12 baskets full? What did you do with them? Um, we could... Again, we could imagine that they took those baskets, took them into town. There are a lot of poor people, a lot of hungry people. And we, we read a little earlier that it was around the time of the Passover. So people are starting to move towards Jerusalem to go to, to celebrate the Passover. And there's people around. Again, probably didn't have anything to eat. We used our imagination. We could say they took those baskets and they fed the poor people. Or they took the baskets and they sold them. They use the money to buy food for other people. <laughs> you know, I, I say the rest of the story. I couldn't tell you. You probably couldn't tell me. I'm sure there's not a Bible scholar around who could say exactly what happened to those 12 baskets of fragments. But I wanted to use my imagination this morning and say, if we look back from when this little gathering started here, after the hurricane, and even before Sid came, Samaritan's Purse was here, and they held gatherings here, and it's been continuing on. I want to say to you that pretty much everybody, I don't want to put anybody on the spot, anybody that's been here at one point in time, and even this morning, would have witnessed a miracle of God using his word to multiply his nation, to multiply his kingdom. And when we're all done here, we have had some awesome meals spiritually from Sid, Matthew, Chris. They've all been here and they've fed us. We got full spiritually. But what happened to the fragments? What happened to those leftovers when we got up out of these chairs and moved off? Can it be construed as <clears throat> he was able to feed the people during that day, but the baskets indicate that God's love is our daily bread and it's abundant and never ending and always there. And there isn't any, it's not a question of running out. It's a question of having it always there for us. Yeah. Good point, Susie. Um, but you know, that what, what I want to focus on this morning is, God's love is ever abundant. It's overflowing. He's not finished with us. He's not finished with us, whether we're Christian or we're not, whether we're unsaved. You know, these people that gather on this hill, they could care less about the disciples. Their bellies were full. I don't care about your teaching. But they, in, in a sense, um, I, and I don't think that they would have said that. But, but my, my challenge to each and every one of us here this morning, we have had some awesome meals by these brothers that have come here and they've preached. 
And even this morning, I may not be the world's greatest preacher, but I'm sure there's something that I would have said here this morning that's going to be a little morsel, a little fragment for each and every one of us to take out of here to feed us the remainder of this week. Not just today. I want to challenge each and every one. Me too. I know the cares of life get, get on me, and, and uh, a lot of times I just don't, don't take the time to stop and think of what I would have heard on, on Sunday morning here at this gathering. But I want us to, to just take that. Um, you know, it, it, the, the baskets to me, there's leftover baskets, means it's that even though we might have our fill here right now, there's still more that God wants for us. He's not finished with us. He wants to use us. Let's take those fragments, those baskets this morning. There's something that each and every one of you could say to somebody else on the street this week, today, tomorrow, that can mean the world to them, that can boost their ego, that can, can lift them up, in the dark, despondent days. You know, we're, we're all getting pretty tired of this COVID thing. We're all getting pretty tired of looking at destruction around us. But there's something that we can glean from God's Word. You know, and and I, I, I kind of almost couldn't believe that Matthew last week was, was getting right where I wanted to be. You know, when he said about, about planting those seeds... Don't just don't just grow in this garden here. It's all well and fine for us to gather and 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 do our thing on Sunday because it's expected of us all. We really want to, but let's take it and live it. Live that Christian life. Feed on those morsels when we leave here. Don't just listen to what I have to say this morning. Live it every day. Just one final thing here. I, I read this in last last night as I was reading it, and I thought about it. God doesn't need to use us. He wants to use us. Let's get excited, challenged, and be transformed by that truth this week. You know, we, we heard about how God performed this miracle. I mean, it's, it's you can't imagine. But after that miracle, he had, it was a great miracle. It was 12 baskets full. He was as if he said, but wait, there's more. Let's pray. Our God and Father, indeed, we thank you for your word this morning. Lord, we think of this miracle. How that you would take this little boy's lunch, these five loaves and two fishes. Lord, you... You knew that it was so important and you mentioned it four times in your word. We stop in our human minds and we try to comprehend how these five little pieces of bread and two small fish could feed so many people. We try to, to fathom it. We get caught up in the details. But Lord, we just ask this morning that we would... Forget the details. Just rely on the fact that indeed you love us enough that you perform miracles. You love these people. You had compassion on them. You knew that they were hungry. You knew that they couldn't get back to town. There was no money. 
Father, we just thank you that you were willing to feed them, not only physically, but spiritually as you spoke to them. This morning, we pray that even as we would have read this word, that there's something in this word this morning that we could indeed pick up as a leftover, as a morsel from this feast that's in your word, that once we become spiritually hungry again later in the day, later in the week, we could remember this and feed on it. Lord, we thank you for each and every one present this morning. We ask a blessing on them and their families, their households. Lord, keep them safe and healthy. Once again, we think of those that are working towards getting here to us to, to help out in the community and in the church later in the week. We continue to seek your traveling mercies upon them. Bring them here to us safely. Father, we ask your blessing now, for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.